Hey there, movie maniacs. Welcome to More Movies Weekly, number 50. Right now we're showing 50 people missing, one bus. That's right, 50 episodes deep. Who could believe it? This is the podcast where we like to talk about the movies we've been watching, film, cinema, news, all of that kind of thing. My name's Greg Fisher. His name is David Roberts. How are you doing, you big old legend? I'm not too bad, sir. I'm not too bad. And yourself? I'm not too bad myself. All the better for seeing you, my old buddy. Excellent. This week we've been to see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Let's get some. So yes, this week we have been out to the cinema to see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I'm a little bit of a Marvel fan. Dave, not so much, but he comes along anyway because he's a good sport. Uh, we should also say before we get into this too much, put up a little bit of a spoiler alert, although we try not to spoil the films too much by talking about them. There's bound to be stuff that'll come up. If you haven't seen this movie yet, you might want to skip forward to another chapter in this uh, podcast or come back another time once you have seen the movie and visit with us then. We're easy. Come, go. It's all good. Boom. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> so this is the sequel to the original Doctor Strange film which came out a few years ago. Benedict Cumberbatch, of course, in the lead role. We've also got Elizabeth Olsen in there and quite a lot of uh, cameo appearances from elsewhere in the MCU. And that doesn't uh, necessarily restrict it to uh, characters that have been featured recently. We do have some characters in there from old Marvel films. Way beyond the yonder. Like Professor X, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Professor Charles Xavier? Very funny. So, yeah, I kind of like this sort of thing. I was looking forward to this one. We watched Spider-Man not long ago, uh, No Way Home. That was obviously uh, to do with the multiverse as well. They open up the multiverse, all kind of shit breaks loose. We get all sorts of Spider-Men all in one place, fighting the baddies from elsewhere. We talked about that on a podcast about a month or two ago. Obviously, I had Benedict come back in there. And this is kind of like continuing that idea of now that the uh, Pandora's out of the box, the multiverse is open, all sorts of crazy stuff can happen. I think this is the kind of movie I'm bound to enjoy anyway. But what about you? Like I say, you're not that crazy about superhero movies and Marvel and all this sort of stuff. It's a hard sell for you. What did you make of all this? Pray tell. Pray tell. Yeah, um... It was interesting because, uh, well, I hadn't seen the first Doctor Strange, um, but of course I watched um, Shang-Chi, uh, Legend of the Ten Rings, and that kind of leads into this. Yeah. Um, I saw Spider-Man, of course, as we just mentioned, and that obviously leads into this. And I caught moments and bits of uh, Division, which leads into this as well. Um not what's the properly, but I've I've seen bits of it, so I kind of got a vague understanding of somewhat what's going on there. Um, it's an interesting idea, and there's elements of it which are tremendous fun, especially in in action pieces and set pieces and stuff like that. As a whole, probably not amazing. It's fine. It's entertaining enough. But um, it did feel a little bit all over the shop in terms of the plot and the story. Um, maybe that's something to do with it being a multiverse. I don't know. But it, it did feel a little inconsistent um, plot-wise and character-wise. It was a bit like, what's going on now? Um, yeah. 
But in, in terms of a- action, if you're just going to you know you want you know, eat some popcorn and, and watch some crazy stuff get on the screen, it's great for that. Well, in terms of uh, you usually are hard to please with these kind of things. Uh, that's not a bad thing, you know, to have standards, to have like, you know, a certain <laughs> level of, uh, I don't know, you know, taste when it comes to these kind of things. And so considering all that, I don't think Dr. Strange has done too badly with a chap like yourself, because as I say, <laughs> you're not into this stuff. I've been reading like Dr. Strange comic books and everything since I was, well, since I was a wee bairn and therefore... You know, it's like I said, I, I kind of like it anyway. They'd have to do a really bad job of it for me to be going, oh, that was a really yeah. crappy film. Plus, this one was also directed by Sam Raimi, and he did the original three Spider-Man films, uh, as most people will know. Uh, obviously, before that, you've got great, great films from him. The Evil Dead films, obviously, is where he sort of started out. Uh, one of his great films I always really enjoyed was The Gift um, with Cate um, Blanchett and Keanu Reeves. Check that out if you haven't seen it. It's fantastic. But yeah, I thought uh, one thing he does really well is he, he's good at um, introducing an element of darkness. Yeah. And with this film, it was a lot darker than I was expecting. When the um, certification um, screen comes up just before the movie plays, uh, it says at the bottom now something like mild peril and action. And, you know, it gives you a little sort of... Uh, warning sign you know it might contain these things and this one said something like mild horror and i thought oh that sounds quite good you know for a marvel film because you you don't expect too much blood and guts or gore or frights or spookiness and this one i thought it did a quite a good job in terms of uh those sort of elements and another thing that surprised me about it again spoiler alert block your ears if you're still listening you don't want to spoil but um, Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, played by Elizabeth Olsen, she's the bad guy of the of the whole bit. Um, and before going to see it, I kind of avoided all spoilers, didn't know too much about it. We reacted to the trailer, but you only get so much from that. And it's like, okay. And then to find out she was the villain, and she's like, I mean, that character of the Scarlet Witch is like uber powerful as well. You know, even in, in the comic book lore and everything, she is just like, oh my God, this is somebody who can really... Flip you. Flip you for real. What are you saying? I say he'll flip you. He'll what? Flip you. Flip you for real. Yeah, I'm shaking. And that was great. I thought, wow, that's a, that's an excellent element because I thought she was going to be enlisted to be, Wanda, I need your help because that's what it yeah, sort of leads you to believe yeah. in the uh, trailer. And, and it was actually like, I'm not going to help you. I'm going to mess you up. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I thought Elizabeth Olsen, for me, she was the best part in it. She really played it well. It was, she brought quite a lot of emotion to it as well, considering it's comic book. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. She was the, uh, was the bad guy. I kind of half knew that that would be the case just from bits I'd seen of WandaVision in terms of, yeah, actually she's like self-corrupting kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So it kind of made sense. Um, it's an interesting idea to have that. It's kind of yeah. like the personal element of it. Of oh, I, I want this, and so I'll do anything to get this uh, yeah. without trying to spoil it. That you know, um, but you know, it's it's um, it's best pieces were the fact that Sam Raimi was in it and uh, directing it, and that the the the, the action set pieces you say there was that um more gritty gruesome element to it the, yeah. you know you, you actually felt like uh, you know you can imagine I can imagine watching something like Avengers and you know you wouldn't get someone being chopped in half and the blood 
flying up the, the wall no. um, kind of thing in the way it's done here. Um, and, and if there is those kind of moments, like, for example, Thanos gets his head chopped off and stuff, but it's very few and far between. Yeah. And people get turned to ash and stuff, but it's not quite the same as, like you say, in this one, it was like people getting chopped in half, people's yeah. skulls exploding, quite a lot of horror element. At one point, Doctor Strange even uh, reanimates a, another Doctor Strange from another universe that's actually died. So he reanimates a dead body and becomes this sort of like, yeah. in a way, zombified, mummified um, Doctor Strange and, you know, half his face missing. And, you know, it was a little bit goofy, to be honest, but it was cool that, that, that they went there with it. They didn't try and well, sanitize it too much for the kids, you know? Yeah, that was it. I kind of felt like, oh, they're actually going to do something now and not be like, oh, we've got to make sure it's super PG, you yeah. know? Yeah. It was like, no, actually try and do something without going too far. I get yeah. that you can't, you know, we're not going to be turning this into Kill Bill, for Christ's sake. Mommy, I'm home. Hey, baby. How was school? Yeah. But it, it did something with it, and there was a few moments that made me jump, you know, and they, they played with it and all the different ideas that were interesting. Yeah. I say when it came to set pieces, it, it, there was in, the sequences were interesting. Yeah. And usually I get quite bored of the, the, the set pieces. I, I, I've watched some of the Marvel films and just sat there, just go, I don't even know what's going on because it's so fast and so frenetic. It's not directed well. Yeah. And it just becomes a bit of a clusterfuck really but in this it held the attention it was like yeah. okay there's logical steps going for for the set pieces yeah and um i appreciated that i thought yeah okay this makes sense this works and there was a bit of a, a bit of a uh, tension built throughout them and thriller moments you know like when yeah. she at the beginning she attacks the the the, the fort uh, uh the magical fort whatever it's called that you see from shang chi <laughs> yeah um you know, the, the, it builds throughout that the tent. Oh, is she going to get in? You know, in different mm. stages of it, and it works really well. And, and that's like it didn't go on too long either. It was a it no. was a skirmish for five minutes, and then right, that's it. We, we're on to the next bit now. But if they want an example of oh, how do you construct a set piece for one of these kind of films? I'd say just look at that. That's yeah. how you do it. This is why I think it was it was in good hands with Sam Raimi because he he knows what he's doing. He knows the world of Marvel. He's obviously been following it since. Uh, he did the Spider-Man films. There's, you know, on, on another aside there as well, there's, look, because Tobey Maguire came back for Spider-Man No Way Home and now Sam Raimi's been involved with the more recent MCU stuff with this film, there's loads of fans crying out for Spider-Man 4 because yeah. it never got made. So, it, you know, this whole multiverse thing, it does open up a whole lot of different marketing options for people, bringing back sort of like, you know, we talked about the other week, um, Michael Keaton returning as Batman. Yeah, in the Batgirl thing and the Flash. So, you know, there's if I, I think if there's an audience for it, if there's you know money to be made, they'll they'll do it. They'll do it with these things. They'll start bringing people back because, you know, it's kind of reflects what the comics were about as well. You had the different versions of of the same characters in different threads and multiverses and stuff. So, yeah, the only thing is that we we talked about this directly after the film. There's there's one major problem with with the multiverse thing for me. Could get uh, messy. Apart, yeah, uh, but apart from it getting messy in terms of confusion and all those kind of things, which is kind of comes with it, there's also a problem as um, I know you know if if someone dies in the film, that emotional weight of them dying in the context of a multiverse is completely removed because you kind of just go, well, they're yeah, alive somewhere them, else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this version of them's dead. They can come back in the next film, and it just go, oh, it's from Universe seventy six thousand and three or something. Yeah, 
and it doesn't really matter. And on an emotional level, when you're trying to build stakes in a film, that is I think that's, that's true. problematic. You've got you got a point there. It's true, but it's also from a philosophical point of view. Like Einstein said, you've already been dead for. Ten thousand years, and you yeah. have, and you haven't even been born yet in terms of time's relativity. So, from that side of things, it's kind of like comforting. It's like, yeah, you might have just died by the hands of some evil witch, but in a way, you're still alive. In a way, you haven't even been born yet. Wait a minute, what exactly would this mean? But I thought it was pretty good. I'd, I'd give it a thumbs up, and I, I'd advise any Marvel fans to go and see it. Uh, they'll, <laughs> they'll enjoy it. <laughs> They will. I think, yeah, anyone who's a fan of of it will will enjoy it. Uh, for anyone else, it's it's fine. You know, uh, yeah. you, you you can have some popcorn and watch it and switch off for a bit, and it's uh, plenty enjoyable enough for the action. You know, I see some people saying, "Oh, you know, I haven't seen One Division, and I haven't seen this, and I haven't seen that." And I think you can watch this film without having seen all that because I haven't yeah. seen all of One Division. Uh, and although I may get more from the film having. <clears throat> Having seen these things, I don't think it's completely necessary. I think the film can stand on its own. So I just wanted to make that point to some people. Say, oh, I'm not going to watch it because I haven't seen all the other stuff. I don't really think yeah, it's essential. You're not going to yeah. miss out on a lot if you have You can pick it up. Yeah, and it, yeah. at the end of the day, it's just a comic book film. You're only meant to go and open the pages and be bedazzled by the uh, spectacle and the and and get taken on a little adventure and a journey, and then afterwards you can feel like you know, oh, you went to a different multiverse and you had a good time, <laughs> and now you're back to our boring old evil world. <laughs> okay, so in some movie news, uh, last week or maybe the week before, uh, not too long ago, was CinemaCon. Um, so this is like a annual gathering of all the kind of big movie distributors. Um, they kind of get together and all the cinema chains and uh, DVD production companies and stuff like that, they all come along, industry people, um, and they get kind of... Get pissed. Get pissed. Get some free cami bags full of key rings and say, uh, and this is this is what we're coming up with uh, this year kind of thing, you know. Um, so they kind of put on a big uh, show for them, you know, as you'd expect, kind of industry stuff. Whereabouts but, is that held? California. Um, it's in Las Vegas. Oh, Nevada. Of course. <laughs> I would have thought California, you see, with Hollywood and Los Angeles and stuff, or at wow. least like San Diego Comic Con and stuff, isn't it? It's like California. I think uh, the people who work for these companies probably tell their wife they're, they're going on a business meeting and then gambling in the <laughs> pubs in uh, Las Vegas, don't they? You know? Doing a bit um, of a Rain Man. <laughs> rain Man? Yeah. It's a place of cards. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, they all get together and um, it's kind of, um, I've got an article here just like summarising kind of um, what uh, the studios have been showing off. Okay. Um, so I thought it'd be good to just go through it. Yeah. Because uh, this will give us an idea of what's coming for the next 12 months. What's ahead. Um, what's ahead for us. Um, so we start with uh, Sony. Um, they kind of did a presentation. Uh, their big story was about Spider-Man. Um about it being the third highest grossing movie in box office history. Was well, that Spider-Man No Way Home? No Way Home. That's a hell of a lot of money. Um, um, they also mentioned uh, Bullet Train, which we reacted to the trailer to. Uh, yeah, to I've, since, I've since seen that. Oh, we both did because it was at the cinema. We've seen the more extensive trailer. Yeah. And and, and that made me want to see it even more. I yeah. thought this looks quite a good, fun movie. Looks good, actually. looks funny, doesn't it? 
Um, and they also touted they've got a new um, historical action epic coming up with uh, Viola Davis oh, called cool. The Woman King. Wow. It's uh, touted as a real-life version of Black Panther. Um, Disney uh, turned up. Um, Disney doesn't really do much when they turn up to these things because... Uh, they don't Disney. have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they mentioned um, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, um, which we kind of know is coming up. This is where they dropped Avatar 2, which, of course, we've seen over the last couple of weeks. The yeah. photos and trailers that come out for that. That'll be interesting um, uh, to talk about when that does come around because... You know, just to let the viewers or listeners know, uh, I, d- I don't mind Avatar so much. I thought it was quite a good film. Dave can't stand it, so that should be a funny one. Look forward to that, guys. Yeah, you'll, you'll be ripping that one, Dave. Um, they showed off Doctor Strange, which we just talked about. Sure. Um, they and they were showing off uh, Lightyear, uh, which of course is interesting. Yeah, just about to come out. Yes. Um, I, I'm not so keen on this light year, to be honest. I'll honest. give it a chance. Um, I think I'll end up watching it. It's but a I, strange I just, thing to do, yeah. but at the same time, it's kind of reflective of the Marvel stuff. It's like a, it's again a multiverse thing where it's like we've got this animated character that we're going to animate again, but he's actually playing what's supposed to be a human version, you know? And yeah, I, I hate your Toy Story four as well. So still haven't seen it. But I haven't seen it on the strength of what you told me about it and said it was rubbish, but uh, I have spoke to other people who said they thought it was good, so I will see it at some point. Oh, where did you two come from? <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers showed up. They had the biggest uh, kind of uh, package to show everyone, I guess. They started off with the announcement of the Batman 2, Um all we right. kind of knew this was coming. Yeah, um, it's been tied a lot, but the, the you know it's kind of official confirmation yet. Yeah, but Batman two will come, um, so that should be interesting. Um, they then announced uh, a new Barbie film with Margot Robbie. Yeah, yeah, I seen the seen the uh, image that came out for this. So they've dropped it's a poster. At, it's at, isn't it uh, directed by Greta Gerwig? So you know this. <laughs> That implies it's not going to be sort of like a, you know, Barbie Barbie film. It might be. No, it might it's be, not going to be straightforward. Is it? <laughs> well, it might be. So there might be some sort of like a critique underneath it all, which would be interesting. Yeah. I, the fact that it's Greta Gerwig, I would definitely be interested to see a Barbie film. I like Margaret Robbie as well. She's a great actress. If you see her in some stuff like I Tonya, she's a really good actress. Yeah, she's she she's a she's really great and and. I guess we'll see when the trailer comes out. That'll tell us what what the approach is going to be. Um, I heard that um, the uh, I'm a Barbie girl is not going to be featured oh, in the film. That's a shame. Yeah, well. They're talking of musicals. They uh, they also were obviously chops in lyrical about Timothy Chalamet's uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory uh, yeah. prequel, Wonka. Uh, we've mentioned this before on the, the podcast. That's coming out. Uh, next year, I think. So they've been. Is that going to be a that. musical? Is it? Uh, yes, yeah, a musical film drama. I guess a bit like the original. Really. Yeah, the yeah, Gene, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Yeah. So, yeah, they were selling that. They were also selling Elvis, which we of course reacted to the trailer to right here on the channel. That's coming up shortly. That's going to be their big film, I think, for the for this uh, summer. That's one I'm really looking forward to. I think a lot of people are actually. Yeah, it's I'm quite great, astonished at how many people have sort of, you know, 
rose to the surface on that one and said, we can't wait to see this film. Seems to be people of all ages, obviously the young generation that don't really know much about Elvis are interested in it because, you know, it looks great as a, as a trailer and everything. And obviously yeah. all the oldies as well are like, ooh. Well, you may go to college. You may go to school. You may have a pink Cadillac, but don't you make nobody's room now, baby. I think it has pulled people from everywhere, hasn't it, just to come check it out. Um, they also showed some footage from the new Flash film. Um, yeah. Which of course is going to have Michael Keaton in it, um, so that's that's exciting. Big. I'm looking and forward to that. I hope they do another film with Michael Keaton. He's another one that should get a third film. Get Tim Burton and Michael Keaton back together. There you go. If you could have, I know what you're going to say anyway, but if you could have Tim Burton and Michael Keaton do another Batman movie, or Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire do another Spider-Man movie, but you can only have one, what would you choose? Batman. Yeah. I would too, just on the strength that they only did two together and they could get that third one. Yeah. Toby, Toby and Sam already had the third one and the they messed it up. That, uh, the third film that they always planned on doing and never got to, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, then we had Universal show up. Um, they were talking about the new Minions film, The Rise of Gru. Um I can't believe that franchise is still going. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen any of those. I yeah, only ever saw uh, the first one. Despicable yeah. Me, isn't it? Yeah, looked looked really funny, but I just didn't get around to it. Um, they also were showing off Jurassic World Dominion, uh, which we reacted to a few weeks back. It looks crap. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, they showed off the Possum Boot sequel, which we reacted to, which looks funny. Yeah. Um, and they were showing off Jordan Peele's new film, Nope. Yeah, uh, I do want to see that. looks really exciting, doesn't I it? I think so, yeah. I think it looks really good. He's done some great films as well so far, so looking forward to that. It's got Stephen Ewan in it. It's got Daniel Kaloya. Looks like it's going to be really cool. Yeah, Jordan Peele's got a great record. Uh, Get Out and uh, Us. Uh, Us, a uh, really great film, so... Excited to see what he comes up with next. He's a, he's a, he's one of the the new crowd of great directors, doesn't he? Yeah, he's one um, to watch. Paramount then showed up. Uh, their big film, of course, is Top Gun Maverick, which is out shortly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, mentioning Top Gun Maverick, I was reading earlier today that it's one of the best sequels that's been produced in years. Apparently, yes. Well, I've got, I've got to say, we we you seen the trailer for it again when we went to the cinema the other night, and seeing some of those action sequences on the big screen, it is thrilling. Yeah, it does look amazing, it part, and you it? get you get pulled into it with the planes going under the bridges and all the bits. And I know it's not for everyone, and some people find it a little bit like, uh, but as a bit of popcorn fun to go and see on the big screen. <laughs> Sign me up, Cruz. It could be the return of the blockbusters. Um, <laughs> Good. So, yeah, they were showing off that. Um, they also mentioned they've got a, a star-studded homage to Hollywood's golden era, uh, Damien Chagall's Babylon. Oh. Which could be interesting. Yeah, I'd, I'd give that a go. Sounds interesting. Like, film Hollywood history. We'll see what they come up with. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be loads more films that do come along that are gonna, we're going to love and be entertained by, but they're just obviously not making the headlines at CinemaCon, so... 
Well, yeah, seems exactly. a very industry-based kind of convention, doesn't it? Where you know they're talking about the big stuff, the popcorn stuff. Exactly. This is the the sales pitch, isn't it? Put this in the thingy, and, and then the other films get tagged on underneath. Oh, because you bought this. You it's more films. about that than you yeah, know. Of course. of course, substance. Oh well, but there we go. That's some of the stuff that's going to be coming up. So, Dave, this is our fiftieth weekly podcast. So that's pretty much a year's worth of weekly podcasting. Obviously, here and there, we've took a, a week or two off now and again. Not very often, though. Um, so I think we've earned having a couple of weeks off after this one. So if you do follow us regularly and you don't see us uh, have a weekly for a couple of weeks because we're putting our feet up, relaxing on the beach with a sangria. <laughs> taking it easy we yeah. <laughs> but we will return but yeah i mean that's that's a, that's quite a lot of work behind us there i mean because obviously we don't just do the podcast each week we've done a lot of um reaction videos we've done a lot of reviews we've done a lot of articles on our website moremovies.co.uk they're all up there for you to check along with everything else that's the sort of hub if you wanted to see it if you're finding us for the first time and you want an idea of everything we do the website is the place to visit because all these podcasts are up there, everything else is up there. Obviously, the YouTube channel now, we've had over 500 subscribers, only just. Yeah! So that's nice. That's it been is. A, that's um, been a thing. That's it, 50 episodes. I mean, we've covered 58 films um, in our weekly episodes um, over the time, um, which is a lot of films to, yeah. <laughs> to, to watch through. We've done 49 film and five reviews as well, alongside that. Not bad. Um, and we've reacted to 66 trailers, um, as well as give you 27 top fives personally selected by us. So it's a lot of stuff. Um, and, of course, we covered loads of news during our weekly shows, yeah. uh, including talking about some of the films that are going to be coming up uh, when we do return and later on in the year, you know, things like Indiana Jones 5 and Killers of the Flower Moon and the Knives Out sequels. Um, yeah. So, when we come back, there's so much more that's exciting to come, isn't there? So yeah, absolutely. it's going to be great. Yeah, definitely. I just can't believe uh, how much we have covered. It's not, not until you get to like a milestone like this and you look back and you think, geez, yeah, we've uh, a lot of stuff. we've yeah. covered a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, uh, they're not all new movies. We like to look at older stuff as well. Dave and I were both like once way back when film students. So we kind of like the film study side of things as well and uh, appreciate a lot of the film history. So um, that's something I think, you know, um, it's nice to keep up with the with the latest stuff, but it's also nice to sort of take a trip into the past sometimes, isn't it? This is what makes time travel possible. The flux capacitor. It usually gets more interesting than the more kind of off the beaten path you go, I think. And, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, but I think the, the best, I think for me, the, my favourite film we've covered so far, the one that kind of surprised me and I enjoyed the most was uh, was Pig. Uh, Pig was excellent. Was great. It? I think out of everything we covered, that was the one that I was most like, wow. It was just like that perfect, uh, it was the perfect note yeah. of a film. It just sort of like, not too complicated, not too simple either. Uh, very understated. Didn't know what to expect, so was pleasantly surprised. That was it. I think it was a surprise of it more than anything of like what we expected it to be. Yeah. Whether it be a Nicolas Cage film uh, and what it ended up being was like yeah. poles apart. Poles well, apart. we started this obviously in the 
uh, at the start of the pandemic when we were sort of all housebound and we had nothing to do being media producers anyway this was kind of like a good fit for us to sort of um, develop a bit of a podcast together it's it's sort of evolved through time into what we're doing here on youtube but um I think lately it's been nice to be able to get out again and go back to the theaters and enjoy films. Has, you know, yeah. we've we, since say Christmas we watched June, we watched Bond, we watched The French Dispatch, we watched Spider Man, we've seen The Batman, we just watched Doctor Strange. You know, just we've we've gone to see quite a lot of movies in the theater over yeah. the last five six months, which has been nice to return to that. It has, yeah, because it, it for so long it was just like everything coming out on streaming platforms and. And stuff, and it was uh, it, it was tied down to, which is nice in some ways because we got to watch lots of films. But yeah, um, it has been kind of very nice to get back and see particular films on big screen. You know, for, yeah. especially you know, we talk films like Dune and James yeah. Bond. They're big screen films, aren't they? You can't they are. not go and see them. And, the and also, when we went to see the Nick Cage film the other week, we were talking about the unbearable weight of massive talent and. Even though that's not necessarily a big screen film, uh, in t- you know, in the same way as those others are, but it was great to be, as we said at the time, you know, along with a packed audience, everybody laughing and having a yeah. good time. That that feeling, that communal feeling, was really nice. It was very enjoyable. But yeah, fifty fifty episode, we covered loads of great stuff. Um, you know, from silly things like our one star Amazon film reviews back in the early days of the this weekly. Um, yeah, they to- were good. Uh, week-long coverage of James Bond uh, to celebrate the the final outing. Bond week, that was a Craig. good one. I enjoyed that. Um, our top five Clint Eastwood coverage, um, talking about the great man himself. That was back when Cry Macho came out. Yeah, um, which was not in the top five. <laughs> not we did cover the film, uh, but it wasn't top five. Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. What kind of stupid name is that? Yeah, we've met a lot of interesting people across all sorts of different social media platforms. I think I'd like to just go through a quick list, if that's all right, and uh, thank a few people because all these people have enriched our experience of uh, doing this More Movies journey uh, in one way or another just by interacting with us, chatting with us, supporting us, liking our content, sharing our content. Uh, creating their own content which informs ours and you know points us in the um, right direction of some stuff we hadn't heard of before all of that kind of thing it's a big circle that just keeps on giving and it's really nice (laughs) Uh, so um, first and foremost i'd like to thank our patrons on patreon which would be uh, michelle shane chris and becky we thank there's only four of you but god love you thanks so much for supporting us on this journey uh, along this far uh, obviously, if you do join us on Patreon, you get a chance to vote on what kind of films we're going to be reviewing on our YouTube channel and in some cases what we talk about here on the podcast. So thanks very much again to Michelle, Shane, Chris and Becky for supporting us on Patreon. Thanks also to anyone who's ever donated to us on Buy Me A Coffee. There's lots of names there. I won't go through them all. But if you've ever um, supported us whatsoever, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Uh, on Instagram, um, a few shout outs and a, uh, a quick hello to Movie Miyagi, Katie from Popping the Popcorn, uh, Maria Lucibredo, There Will Be Movies, Double Deuce 89, Vitron Movies, McCready's Hat, Cinema 9 Podcast, Michael Mann, 
Roberto Fernando, Silent Clown film series, and Chris Leppert. Uh, apologies if we missed anyone out there, but it's a great crew over there on Instagram. It's a great community. Thanks very much, everybody, for your support and love over there. On Twitter, which is one of our favorite platforms, we must thank the mighty Skip Bolden. If you're not following Skip Bolden, do you even love movies? I don't know. You've got to follow Skip. He's a great guy. He loves his movies. He's one of the kindest, nicest people I've ever met online. Go follow Skip. But as long along with the mighty Grandmaster Skip Bolden, also like to thank Tico Romeo, another great um, profile for film lovers. Plus, let's get through this. Take a deep breath. Liam Jackson, Rosemary, GR44. AB Movies Over Matter Productions, Sarah Palpatine, Jenny from the Block, Aaron Brown, Steve Reeves, Bernard Oliver, Used Robot Salesman, Cords Movie Fan, Deckard, Dave Hollingsworth, Venus Barrington, Jen B, Monica McCallan, Amy Coto, Collard Greens, Timoteus, Pop Culture Now, College Filmmakers, Zurabi, Crash Palace, Film Phonic, Gidget Von LaRue, Mike Zilla, Juliana Ball, Joe Coyne, Alfredo Golinda, and everybody else over on Twitter. Thanks very much for interacting with us last two years. We've had some great laughs there on Twitter with people. That brings me to my last section of thank yous for people right here on YouTube. There's also... Great content creators out there. You've got to check out Cinema Cities, one of my favorite YouTube channels of all time. Fantastic. Also, Mr. Kurt Loves Movies, another great movies uh, YouTube channel. We've got Anthony at Fever Dreamland Theater. Fantastic content there. The amazing Lenny Wanser, the continuing adventures of Lenny Wanser. Go and follow Lenny. <laughs> He's fantastic. Jonathan at Man of Movies. Brilliant. Abigail at Manic Pixie Weirdo. D Movie Man. Effin Nerds. Ocean Chicks Flicks. Old as Fuck Reviewers. Jace Burns. Nick at The Distract. Gin at Get Me More. My Favorite My Reality. Glenn Gare. Al Lookard. Mr. Bones. Brittany Rose Wright. Patrick at Have Cheetah Will View. You're all fantastic. Thanks so much for subscribing to us as well. And um, we really enjoy your content. There's loads more people on there. Probably too many to mention in one shot. If you feel like we should have give you a shout out and we haven't, get involved. Give us a comment and say, hey, you missed us out and we'll get you next time. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you a shout out next time. No problem. But genuinely, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Because, you know, this kind of experience would be nothing without other people to interact with, to meet, to learn from, to have a good time with. It's a great party online. So thanks very much to everybody there. That's it. It's a great community and loads of great people. And it's been great just chatting and bantering away at different people and find about so much stuff yeah it's uh it's been really really great it's a really good community really nice crowd of all the sort of different of all the sort of different sections of youtube or twitter or whatever i find the film community people generally 99 percent such a nice crowd really nice people that's what you want you just want to have a good time you want you go to a party you want to have a good vibe and this is the place to do it so there we go then 50 episodes deep loads to check out on our channel here on youtube join us on social media we are at more movies for you uh, on most of the platforms i don't think we are on facebook but hey we don't really use it that much so it doesn't really matter it might be at more movies for you too on facebook but hey if you're a facebooker come and join us over there for the rest of you at more movies for you Come say hello on Twitter. We've got a Discord <laughs> server as well. If you want to come and have a live chat, there's links in the description below. 
And if you want to support us, of course, we are over on buymeacoffee.com where you can drop us some little coins there for us to buy a cappuccino and keep the lights on. Uh, Or you can join us over on Patreon, of course, as we mentioned earlier, where you can subscribe to one of the packages and vote for films we will be watching um, or reviewing right here on the channel. So that's it from us for this week. We will return in a couple of weeks' time, but don't forget to subscribe here to the channel, give us a like, drop a comment, get to know us. It would be wonderful to meet you, see what you're up to on this platform. Thanks very much if you're an audio-only listener. Just to let you know as well, you can listen to us audio only. That's on all the usual ones, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. We're on there. There's a link again in the description below. But there we go, Dave, 50, 50 deep. Any last thoughts before we say adieu? Well, it's just, uh, you know, we've we've met half a century. There's another half a century to go, and I can't wait to get stuck in again when we do come back. Nicholas Cage. Well, that's it for this video. Please leave us a comment and let us know what you thought. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe right here on YouTube. To check out more of our articles and reviews, check out our website, moremovies.co.uk. And why not join us on social media? That's uh, at More Movies for you across the board. You know the score. And if you'd like to support us, consider buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com or you can become a More Movies patron over on patreon.com. All the links are in the description below. And to check out more of our filmtastic videos, click one of the buttons on screen now.